everybody, I'm Ann. And I'm Stacy. And we are here with Moms Unpacking Autism. And today we're going to talk about expectations. <laughs> Stacy, yep. what do you mean by expectations? Well, I'm so glad you asked me that because this is what I've been thinking. I've been thinking a bunch of stuff. Um, so we're trying to figure out who to make, uh, you, you know, like how to set up our special ed trust accounts mm -hmm. and made a little bit of progress with the will and stuff. And so like now, if, um, you know, the lawyer has the retainer at least. So if we die tomorrow, people can say, well, at least they wanted a will. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be totally lax parents, just, yes. just half lax like i'm going at it's the ice parenting <laughs> of the mountain um yeah but what it led me to think about a little bit and what i think is part of the struggle of future planning is i think a lot of times our expectations were managed by people who just were thinking about what job our kids would have hmm okay so i've never had anybody ask me um, how do you think his spiritual health is going to be, you know, when hmm. he's 80 or um, something along the lines of, you know, do you think, uh, wh what are the sources of his happiness? Do, do yeah. you know what I mean? It's very, very often what kind of job, how many hours a day, um, what, um, how will he get to the job? Mm -hmm. It's very capitalist centered, what our expectations are. And, and I, for me, and I was going to ask you this, usually like if I'm really jealous or I'm having a bad special ed day, it's, it typically comes from other people's kids achieving those sorts of things. Absolutely. When you see other people succeeding in things and you think my child wants this and will mm -hmm. they ever have this? Is right. it even a realistic expectation to expect them to have this? Right. And then why not? And then how come? And yeah. how unfair is this world? Yeah. So unfair. Yeah. It's an unfair world. And, and, you know, like, like I was kind of thinking about my life and um, I, I don't know if expectations are partly, you know, how they talk about like parents, like try to live through their kids. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, am I just, am I trying to do that? Am I like, just like putting what my hopes and dreams are? And like, no, I don't think it's that at all. No. Um, I think that like, I raised a kid where every couple minutes, <laughs> exaggerate, but a lot of my days were filled with people saying, can he do this yet? Can he do this yet? Are you practicing this? Are you practicing that? Can he do this yet? I don't think that happens normally. I don't think so either. And the thing is that it's almost like the burden is on the parent to practice this with the child so they will succeed. And, mm -hmm. and if they don't succeed, maybe the parent didn't practice it enough, you know? Yes. And, and, and I think to that end, it also makes you feel terrible if you are a, a parent who's a little more scattered, yeah. um, you know, who struggles maybe a little with um, organization. Um, I, I think there's this real tendency to believe that if somebody had an excellent graphics calendar put together, they were doing this better. Right, right. I absolutely agree with you. Yeah. Oh boy, you're so right. So, so why I was thinking about that in terms of planning futures was I thought maybe I'm just gonna take some of this off of my shoulders 
And I'm going to go a little hippie on this and be like, where is joy? Hmm. You know, where, where, where does that reside for me? You know, I'm important in this equation too. Absolutely. And, and for my family and, and for my kid and stuff, because if I drop dead tomorrow, I am worried he will die under a bridge. Don't get me wrong, but, um, <laughs> you know, yeah. But at the same time, what's the real legacy I want to leave that, that I really taught this kid how to pay their rent on time or that, you know, they knew to um, hug somebody when they're sad or I, I don't mean to be overly, but I, I'm so much more invested in whether or not they're a good person. That makes total sense. But if they don't know how to pay their rent on time, then where are they living? Exactly. Okay. So then that's where the little, I think that's where the conflict comes in. And that's where the, you know, the, like, if we were studying English, you'd be like, is this man versus nature or man versus man? (laughs) (laughs) And I think this is man against every system that's ever been devised. Yeah. Um, And, and man against man. But so, so, okay. So here's, but here's the thing that like where it actually landed. So I've got this big idea we're going to bring joy into our lives and everything. Right. And, and along your lines of, of some of your other work that you're doing, like we're going to simplify. Okay. Very simple. That's very simply. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mm-hmm. started with, when do you vacuum the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> when do you vacuum the, is this you vacuuming the stairs or your, oh, your, I'm like, okay. So um, I'm going to get back to practical living skills. And honestly, what makes me the most insane in my house right now is the amount of crap on the stairs on his side of the house and the embedded dirt and the weird amounts of paper stacked up. And so, yes, it turns out my joy is just going to settle around whether or not the stairs are vacuumed. But then your joy is settling around his accomplishments. And that's mm-hmm. setting yourself up for failure every time. Every time, every time right? right? So how, how do we get out of that cycle where our expectations are not in any way, almost like alcoholism, you know, where you don't want your happiness tied to the addict or you don't want your happiness to, or, or when we teach kids self-esteem, we mm-hmm. don't want the self-esteem dependent on mm-hmm. you know, how another person perceives them. Any of those codependent relationships, right? Right. Right. And, and yeah, how do we, how, how do I do that? I and that's a hard thing. Isn't that a hard thing when you have a child with special needs, a young adult with special needs, because mm-hmm. you, you're more, you're more apt to develop a codependent relationship with that oh, child absolutely. just because they are dependent on you. And even if you're not dependent on them, you're dependent on their responses to the world. And absolutely. that's something you can't control. So yeah. that's a no win situation all the way around. And who tells parents how to do that? Yeah. And, and also like, we're also different, Um, you know, and I have, I have um, uh, a really good friend of mine who's just so much more vocally able to be like angry with her kids or to say it and then resolve an emotion. And our home I think is kind of Calvinist and there will be be no waves. No one will ever speak above a certain volume. And so, so my kids are not terribly great at processing anger because it's, mm. it's not part of our, our world. Well, um, so to the codependency thing, what's very interesting is he and I will work through an issue, but it's in a very set almost dance. 
Mm-hmm. You know, first I say, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And then he says, it's okay. I understand it's hard to raise me. And then I say, no, it's not about raising you. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, just these challenges and I'm frustrated or whatever. And so, so there's, it, it is, it's a very, um, it's apologetic sort of based relationship on resolving instead of, of being really settled in the idea that the stairs have made me insane. <laughs> you know, this is interesting because who's raising who? Is he raising you or are you raising him? Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I right. think about this all the time because I think I was given as a type A person, a very slow child, mm-hmm. not slow emotionally, but nope. slow moving, like Here, moving. So She's get her out get you know get out the door in time to get to work get can you eat that a little faster can you do this and it drives me nuts and then yeah. i think was she put in my life for me mm-hmm. or was i put in her life for her or both but how much is it where does it where does it fall it's funny that you say that because um the introduction to my um dissertation thanks my son for teaching me patience and I meant that I didn't mean it cutely right you know um I really believe that I learned a whole set of skills Mm. that I just wouldn't have needed to um in in terms of tolerance and stuff do you watch 90 day fiance no okay okay you gotta watch (laughs) you just gotta watch but um so 90 day fiance um because you should know more about trash television than you do. Um, so it's couples have come together because there's a 90 day uh, K-1 visa for if you're going to get married okay. to, to somebody from another country. Okay, So you get to come over to America for 90 days. Thus the clever title, 90 day fiance. Anyway, it's a phenomenon. You should be part of it. But this season, there is a single dad who has uh, a, a daughter that he refers to as autistic. Okay. Um, and the, the woman has come over to use her visa. And he says, um, if she doesn't love Ari, this child, I can't be with her. Mm. Right? But what's very interesting is to watch the hovering in action that I personally do. Yeah. Or used to do when they were little. And then watching it on television. Uh-huh. So like, so the, so the girlfriend says, oh, can you write my name? You know, and you can see he's worried. Like she's not going to know to write the name. And then, you know, they move on to the snack and they move to, and every single exchange in this very short period of time, like three minutes is fraught for him with <sighs> well, how will my kid be judged? How will we judge with each other? Who's going to love who? And I thought, no wonder I have premature wrinkles. You know, <laughs> very anxiety producing. I'm getting hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I think because I'm like, uh, everything's older and I don't have to do this like every day with like a five-year-old at school or something that it's gone away. But the fact of the matter is it hasn't in, in some ways, you know, yeah. it's, um, it's always, always right there. Um, I was uh, having a conversation earlier this week where somebody said, uh, well, you know, what do I say when friends are like, oh, how's, you know, your kid so-and-so doing? And, you know, the thing she wants to say is, well, he has come out of his room in three months. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for asking. (laughs) Super great. How about yours? (laughs) But, but, but those are not, you know, that's totally contextual. Yeah. You know, if it's a relative asking you that they are usually for me, in my experience, um, looking to see if your kid's turning out okay. 
Yes. You know, if it is doing normal activities in a normal time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it's the time. It's the time thing too, isn't it? Yeah. Because, because um, like, so we're, you know, almost done with this AA degree and it's taken like forever. Right. But I can't tell you, you're so right. I've had relatives be like, well, now that's been six years. Like as if there was, um, yeah, like it's like that they're not riding a bike yet. Right. And, and the thing when I'm in like a good mental place, I want to say back is like, well, you know, whatever it is, 30% of kids don't ever graduate. So I guess we're on some track, <laughs> <laughs> darling. <laughs> Or, you know, I like, what is the magical time frame? Mm-hmm. And anytime I buy into the time frame, no. I know I'm going to be screwed. Well, and, and, and let's be, let's face it. What's the rush right now? It's COVID and everybody is stuck inside. Right. No one has jobs anyway. So. Right, 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 know. right, right. Yeah. No, it's so true. And, and so I think that, um, you know, one of the reasons, one of the main reasons that we have difficulties planning things like, um, you know, trusts or long-term solutions is because we have been punished severely for having plans, Mm. you know, for like, you think you're going to get to do that. You are wrong. You think you get that so wrong. And, and there's so many of those, um, that I think what it, it made me a little hesitant to have hopes. Bingo. Not because I'm like a negative person, but just like, it's, it's pointless. Right. Which really is why is. I think special needs parents are doing pretty well with the pandemic. Cause it's like, yeah, like I said last week, well, welcome to my world. You don't know what's happening next week. You don't know if you're getting in the car. Oh, well, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Boy, I have to do all this editing on this one. Stop it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't and, yeah. and the other problem is, oh, see my daughter. Hey, sorry. Um, my do- so my daughter doesn't have friends. So how perfect is it right now? Because nobody's getting together with friends. So right. for the last year, I haven't heard, I don't have any friends. I'm lonely because right. we're all at just home together anyway. Right, right. It's actually right. been a retreat. Yeah, yeah. And also um, nobody has cared how fast he eats. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole bunch of stuff. Like that's really good. That's that's so true. Um, it it doesn't get rid of the fact that when we wake up from all this, the world is um, still there. Yeah. You know, and and I'm I don't know, right? What do I say? Like, how do we how do how does anybody find a friend at this point? And, and, you know, that was actually my, my other thought about this is I think planning for the future depends on this notion of community mm. that we don't all necessarily have anymore or that's easy to obtain. So, you know, if you don't have, if your kids aren't in grade school, you don't have that little network, right? Right, right. All that. But, um, and I don't mean always to return to church. I just happen to work at a church. Um, I, I think that the congregation has been very supportive of us, but sometimes we move and sometimes we're not attached to a church or whatever. And so, so I get this idea that like, we've learned this bus system, mm-hmm. but you know, let's say we get transferred to Wilmington. It's like back to square one. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it seems really hard to, to envision, to envision the future, I think is, is, is partly it. Yeah. 
So then who can blame you for not setting up a trust right away? Exactly. And I'm <laughs> I'm not going to blame you for that because I haven't done a thing to it. So yeah, you're way ahead of me. So honey, good oh for my you. God. So we were talking this morning, my son and I, um, because, uh, oh my word, the, the Byzantine amount of things for the UC system in terms of transferring. It's, it's just, it's hysterically funny. It has to be constitutional this, 1A, but not 1B. And it has to be done with it. It's, it's, I don't even know. But the point is, um, he said, how would anybody navigate this who doesn't have two PhD parents? And I said, I don't know, honey, because like I've even taught in like I've been a professor and stuff. Like I understand how the system works. And he's like, yeah, my sister too, right? Because she's he's like, how does anybody do this? He's like, you'd have to have an appointment constantly with counseling or these other people. And I said, yeah, and and that's important to know that you could still find the information. I'm seeing it as a learning moment. He says, there's not a 23 year old alive who wants to find out they need to take statistics. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> I think my daughter signed up for that next semester. Yeah, not oh wrong. <laughs> oh, I don't even. We. I, I feel like at this point, I could tell you every teacher of statistics in the region. We've been there so many times. But um, but but I think the point stands. Um, so my idea was for so we're going to figure out um this next week um some more stuff about the benefits of the stuff we should be doing <laughs> so i'm working on i'm going to work on social security this week okay okay i'm, I'm not putting any pressure on myself i'm just going to to like open the website is this then the social security that he'll be eligible as a uh, adult with special needs yes Yes. Um, and, and in particular, the reason I'm super motivated is because um, they also get half of uh, the parents oh, okay. after, after death. And so if he's not, you know, if it's not all in place, then he won't get that benefit. And while the current benefit is not even enough to pay, uh, I would like to have a room in a house um, in this neck of the woods. Yeah. <laughs> It's not enough for an apartment or anything like that. I, I don't, I really literally have no idea what the, the baseline is, except we would feel bad if somebody starved to death in the streets. Like there's like no way that mm -hmm. this money covers um, mm -hmm. anything, but it is something. Okay. And it gets you, and what it does is it's going to allow him to get health insurance and things. So we, you know, we kind of have to get some of those balls rolling because he won't be on our insurance forever. Um, but that said, our biggest concern is um, he he hasn't had uh, been like diagnosed or re-diagnosed. Um, he hasn't had a neuropsych in like, I don't know, 18 years or so. So a lot of times they'll go with new, they'll, they'll take the initial diagnosis, but they wanna know if you're um, operating at, a, if you're capitalism, if you're more yeah. able to, how many more hours a day are you able to work than you say you are? Right. So, um, so I think that's part of the minefield that makes my tummy hurt too, because, uh, although we have decided that like, we're just all family going to get neuropsyche valves. <laughs> <laughs> the family that finds out they've been functioning, uh, autistically their entire adult together stays together <laughs> with PhDs. Yeah. 
that. <laughs> well, that scares me. That whole thing scares me because it doesn't seem that my daughter is eligible for any social security because she works a mm -hmm. lot retail, but retail is not going to pay the bills for her ever. And um, she is aging out of our insurance. In fact, we're losing our insurance because Tom's lost his job. So, right. you right. know, I don't know what's going to happen to her. It's just scary. Well, it's, it's, it's the, the, you know, we, we could talk for hours about this, but the system is set up in such a way that uh, you, you know, you can't have more than $2,000 in savings. Mm -hmm. Is there anybody in America who shouldn't have $2,000 in savings? Yeah, true. <laughs> like just, yeah. Uh, anyway. um, but, but yeah, I, um, you cannot live in Northern California with any degree of food security uh, on a minimum wage job. Mm -hmm. Right. It's not possible. And so, but at the same time, do I, how I can't help but think of it as a little bit of hobbling to say, well, you're too disabled to do that. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's been a real moral dilemma for us for as long as, you know, this has been an option. Right. Almost, you know, many parents just go that route and it makes total sense when I look back, um, like financially would have been really awesome to have some of that support. Um, I did not realize how much economically it was going to impact how much I could earn. So anything to defray that would have been helpful. Um, but I could no more have found my way to a social security office when my kids were in the midst of all their therapies and everything. I barely got my car registered. <laughs> you, know, like, you have to register oh. your cars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Apparently. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, uh, the, the Grantham police knew me well. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't, I, I did not, I was not able to function at the level of parenting that got all those ducks in a row. Mm -hmm. In some ways, I just feel like I'm coming up for air enough wow. to even look at some of this. Yeah. Well, this is encouraging that you're doing it and I'm going to learn from you. Yeah. And then, and then I'm going to learn from other people and we're going to do it just the same way we, we learned the other stuff. That's right. Okay. A little less stress. Maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> this was good, Stacy. This was good stuff. Now I'm in a mess and I have a lot to think about and I'm realizing how much I haven't done and how much I should do. And no, 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 no. You're not going to think that way about this. Okay. You're just not, I'm not, and you're not. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. And also the bravest thing we're doing is have a conversation. That's true. Yeah. We do really need to set up something for our kids. You're right. Yeah, I think so. I think okay. we have to, even if we don't want to, and even if it makes us sick and you know, all that. We'll feel better after it's done. I finally landed on the ability to do it. If you don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think, you know, I think it would be easier if I had just like this whole amount of money that I could put in a trust for her and then I would yeah. feel better about it. You know, I feel like I'm, I'm lawyers, doing it from nothing. Yeah. Oh. The lawyer said to us, she's like, well, this won't go very far. Oh. And I was like, I know. Um, I feel like maybe one month where you can buy your Oreos is better than none. Like, I, don't, I literally don't. I don't know. Um, I guess though, even if we don't have any money left, it's really good for you to do because um, it prevents people from pursuing um, some things. So like if your kid's living in the house, 
for example, um, they have a harder time um, foreclosing on it if you have a disabled person in it and stuff. So it, it, it gets some, there's some benefits. Namaste. Namaste. I love you. Well, I love you too. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Everybody. Okay. You too. Okay, right. Bye. Bye.